signals on it's 1.3 Lagos talks my name is Adil Miyoshiji there's a new cuisine in town a glass of wine a cup of coffee and if you're like me a glass of smoothie with signals served on Lagos talks 91.3 every Saturday at 10 a.m your mind will dream again signals on 91.3 legal stocks and this morning we'll be looking at the lens and what the future holds the lens and what the future holds i have with me a photographer and a documentary filmmaker with interest in urban development from the perspective of the urban poor his body of work includes valid dreams a photo documentary on forceful eviction of otodogbame residents between 2016 and 2017 Several of his works have been published and exhibited by Amnesty International, French Development Agency, Slum Dwellers International, and Enrich Boll Stephong Nigeria. I hope I'm right. Is the producer and director of the documentary film Kilichi's Quest, a documentary that focuses on the challenges of affordable housing in the fast-growing city of Lagos. The documentary was publicly screened in Lagos in 2018 with attendees from both public and private sector. He's also the founder of Rethinking Rethinking Cities, Rethinking Cities initiative and advocacy group that focuses on urban development issues and communicating possible innovations and designs to solve them. The group is presently running a campaign themed Don't get Don't get elected to get us evicted in coalition with several civil organizations. Now, It's a campaign aimed at engaging politicians on the adverse effect of forced evictions in Lagos State, demanding an affirmative action to halt attacks on poor communities who are being punished for the Lagos State urban planning failures. Is no other than Deji Akinpelu. Welcome to Signals. Hi. Morning. <laughs> Good morning. It's nice to be here. <laughs> nice to be here too. Now, um hmm. We're discussing the lens of what the future holds. Yeah. And you've been handling the lens. Yeah. What have you been seeing with that lens? Oh, well, like uh you re- you rightly said earlier, um I'm a photographer with a um, deep interest in urban development. Mm. Um for me as a photographer going around uh, right from the time I started picking up my lens in, uh, in this city called Lagos, you know, it's always interested me um to see how the people Mm-hmm. who live in the city actually what their experience what their experience is like um in terms of housing in terms of waste management i think it's quite interesting how everything is evolving um is a mixed match mm-hmm. of uh, you see luxury you see poverty is is all all encompassing all around and um it comes with its own um, challenges here and there uh, uh, as you as you go around and you photograph you meet different kinds of people um having different issues and um it you begin to ask your yourself questions how inclusive oh, is yeah. the is this city is a, is a, is a city that has um, all kinds of people on different uh, social eco- uh, economic strata but now how do these groups interact and be able to have an inclusive city now what's the purpose of you taking pictures why mm. did you decide that okay this is a story i want to, to tell 
this is the story I want the world to see. This is the story I want the future to see. Um, background for me as a person, I've always wanted to do something that um, will outlive me. Hmm. Um, I, I want a works. situation whereby my grandchildren will be able to... I've always asked myself, okay, when you're long gone, um, how, 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 what, what, what are you going to leave behind? You know, so, so when you say, um, what inspires me basically uh, is the fact that I want to give something back to my society. I want to be much more involved in this city that I belong and also to capture things uh, for, for the future. So in doing that, you know, going around, the most vulnerable in the society catches a whole lot of my fancy and attention. Um, in as much as, okay, I have um, this collection of pictures that says, and this is Lagos, and there's a way we can take pictures at night, and Lagos, Lagos looks glamorous and mm. uh, fantastic and great, you know, you know, with all the effects that you can um, achieve, you know, using your software. But what catches a whole lot more of my um, attention is uh, the challenge that is being faced by the most vulnerable of the society, the poor, the women, the challenges that the women face um, in, the, in the society and the challenges of the urban poor. Uh, most recently, talking about housing. Yeah. Uh, I haven't gone ahead to do a documentary about the challenges of housing in the city of Lagos. What an average young person is, the challenge that an average young person is being faced with uh, in this city when it comes to trying to get a place to rent. Just Oh no, you don't want to. <laughs> you do not want to go down that route because to look for a very good house to stay mm. is a problem. Yeah, to get a very good place that there will be no issues, there will be no um, cracks in the yeah. wall. Yeah. The developers, mm. I, I, don't let me even start. <laughs> don't don't yeah, let me start yeah. recounting that. Yeah, immediately you mentioned housing and the challenges, and people just go like, ah, no, no, they don't. You go don't there. even want to know and the, the challenges that the, the young stress. the young ladies face and all of that. Then, so the question is, okay, what can be done? What is being done that is not done right? So, um, on the side of the government, the government says, okay, we are trying to provide housing for people. And looking at it. MTLC is up and down. Yeah. So, and generally in the real estate space, um, we have what we call the challenge of a low occupancy rate um, in a city like Lagos. Mm -hmm. So, you have so many constructions going on, but people are not even moving. They're not staying there at all. And then you are trying to look at policy of the government. Uh, what is it encouraging? You are encouraging a situation whereby we have developers building a whole lot more for the Untrained developers building. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. Yeah. Let's talk about untrained developers. Okay, yeah. Um, fine. Yeah, you can also talk about that, you know. Uh, you know some feel the house very well, but then yeah. they put the house down, the yeah. house is just resting. So, at what cost is it even coming at the end of the day? How many people can afford this? When the largest population of um, the society, you really have a whole lot of people who are in the low income um, bracket. So you look at housing policies and what it's the, not being favorable. Yeah, so you talk about government housing policy, uh, houses, government housing that goes for as much as twenty one million naira per flat, and all of that. How does how do how does that how, how can a young person does he add up? How does it add up? You know, in terms of rental and going down, down the low, the most vulnerable that I have seen and um, boiling down to the case of forced evictions. So we have a whole lot of urban poor people all around Lagos. 
from Makoko to Otodogbame to Badia to Ilubiri, who have been forcefully evicted from where they where they live, who haven't been there for several years, 40, 50, 100 years. They have been forcefully evicted just because government wants to build for those who, who can afford money, it. Who can, uh, who can afford it, which, and this class of people will not stay we, in that place we, we, well even after you build you know generally in the population how many are these rich people who can afford um these homes so the question i am asking is that what effort are you making deliberately to get housing for the urban poor bearing in mind that housing is not just an economic good Mm-mm. it is a social good it is a responsibility that government has to strive and provide for the people. So, against government doing the right thing, what we are even suffering and we are seeing right now is that these people are being forcefully evicted, chased with guns, chased by policemen, their houses Even being with destroyed. all of the court injunctions and everything. Even with all of the court injunctions. Clearly, the case of um, Otodobame. And let's talk uh, a little bit about that. Yeah. Don't worry, you, sh- you won't shed tears. <laughs> it's fine. <laughs> okay, I told that. I no, that. no, no. You, that you brings won't. me... Now, uh, what what made you? Why did you decide to go and document? Funny enough, it was just a phone call. A young lady just called me up and said, um, "Somewhere has been destroyed in Lagos, called Otodogbami," and I was like, "Wow, okay, let me go there." And I went, and I met with the people, and it was quite heartbreaking. I can shall not shed. <laughs> I can remember there was this barrier in Otodogbami, stone, mm. you know. The Egun community people, if you dare cross that stone to the other side, they were going to be killed. Hmm. That's how, and this is just a bare land, and you know, and they put stones. And uh, these Egun community people, you must not cross this stone. Immediately cross this stone, you'll be killed. Your life here in Lagos, just right here behind Admiralty. Now, the whole community is gone right now between 2016 2017, all these first evictions. Um, were carried out. Eventually, the people were chased out of the place. Mm. Um, the government sent in mobile policemen. All these are on record. Um, it's um, it's available on. Uh, the, there's a publication you can check. The human cost of um, first evictions in Lagos by Amnesty International. So this is well documented. Mm. Um, so you can you can Google Go it online. Um, we have social media handles where we've published part of this works and. People were chased onto water and women and children stayed overnight on water. They had nowhere to go. Despite there was a court injunction. The present administration uh, of um, of the Lagos State Government actually ordered that um, these um, slum areas are going to be destroyed and all of that. So it was afterwards that they moved into that. Now, this land called the Todogbame is now carrying a premium estate project. Mm. Mm. So this is what we're saying clearly. Now, what has been the reaction of reaction of these people? Which of the people? The Egon people. Mm. It's been a painful experience, mm. and um, in this campaign, Do you know where they are now. Yeah, what usually you see, you say you destroy slums, and they, you think that oh, you've 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 moved them away. Mm. No, they moved to another area, so the families are all scattered. So. Some people move to Makoko, yeah. you know. Some people move to Badia. So you, they, nobody goes anywhere. And hmm. funny nobody enough, goes anywhere. <laughs> yeah, and it's interesting that um, 
in so far doing this campaign and engaging the middle class, and it's so interesting that you hear people say, what are they looking for in Lagos? They should go to their village. But we all need each other's money. It's so, you know, we talk about racism outside of Nigeria. You go to Europe and you're a black person and somebody's looking. But here, against our own self, somebody says, I am Yoruba and this person is Igbo. That. We buy their fish now. I mean, it is. I have a, <laughs> I have a friend. It is. Who, it is so. I enjoy her when she wants to talk to her people, mm. speak their language, and I get a very good bargain of fish. But we we need each other's businesses. I I think we need to start encouraging our people to mm. see that um We're we one. are not we are all one, and um this this society that we live in is not the idea is not for us to live in isolation, mm. but also to live inclusively. It's not only people on your level Mm-mm. that you just want to we just want to be with what makes the society what it is and what makes it beautiful you know people talk about okay in fact sometimes government say okay we want to move them and we tell them that you have to also understand them understand them and you 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 can't even just move them to land because this is but coastal areas fishing this is what they do so you have to consider their economics their social life and what they stand for ian Wow. It still signals on 91.3 Lagos Talks, and I'm with um, DJ King Pelion. We're talking the lens and what the future holds. Now, um, making documentaries as a photographer is one aspect that hasn't been fully explored yet in Nigeria. Why do you think this is so? Mm, yeah, we, we have more and more documentary filmmakers coming up. Um, we have um, great people like Mr. Femi Odugbemi, mm. um, who is a documentary filmmaker, and um, we have the High Rep um, Festival. They're doing great stuff lovely stuff yeah but talking maybe to individuals and who okay yes i know a lot of photographers actually they want to be documentary filmmakers or documentary photographers but you find yourself caught in this web of doing events weddings and all of that but your passion and dream um is um is uh is to actually make more positive uh, contribution in terms of okay maybe okay i want to be so yes, it, it can it can be a very um, daunting task. It could be quite challenging. But like I, I just always uh, advise whoever, if you have that passion, just start in your small space. Small, start with as a small story. Documentary mm. filmmaking is quite interesting. Uh, you can decide to make a documentary about your street. The people will live on your street and race. So. So it, it, so, so it's the too, stories uh, are not far. The stories are no no. Your your stories are not far. Your stories are not far. Uh, it starts around... We, we need to encourage people to start within their own space. Even everybody these days, because of the innovation and what telephones can do and all of that, a whole lot of people can document. Now, we're having a whole lot... You know, talking about the elections, how many... You've seen a whole lot of videos. Yeah, plenty, yeah, people, plenty. People I make see. videos of... In, in, in some way, we say people are documenting. Mm. And you understand? And they're creating news and they're they, they bringing more and more credibility to... Uh, what um, structure so there's really no holds back for uh, no reason why anybody should um, be discouraged uh, just start your pretty much small work in your own small space it's quite challenging also yeah there are some challenges photographing in lagos and trying to document in lagos um you have harassment by law officials you have a uh, harassment in uh, understanding the community I was in Oyingbo Fish Market yesterday. I'm going to be filming there. 
um, later today. Um, it's called negotiating the space. So you have to go and meet with the people, interact yes, with so. them, That's and all understand, it. and you know, understand the space. So these are some of the challenges probably you mean as a documentary filmmaker or as an aspiring documentary filmmaker that you may have. But you can always cross those barriers. It's really not a big deal. Do you think as Nigerians we appreciate documentaries? We are beginning to. The, our society is changing. I'm very positive about the way I look. Well, well, most times when people say our society is changing, mm. I'm not looking at Lagos, yeah. that has Shanghai. So. Yeah. I'm looking at other states like mm. Ogun, Ibadan, mm. Oshun, it, it's Kaduna, uh, Kano, Kasina. Everything is always a ripple effect. Okay. You understand? So if a city like Lagos, so when we're talking about urban development, oh, why Lagos? Why are you not doing a whole lot? If Lagos gets it probably right, you know, there is always that effect that it has. So your brother or your sister from Mundo comes to Lagos and say, okay, what is happening here? And you show them, okay, oh, we can go. So, so somewhere, somewhere, the nucleus of um, a big country, so some, something grows and mm. it begins to have its um, ripple um, e effect. And so outside, yes. Uh, as Lagos grows, I think our people are becoming more conscious. We have more young people who are talking politics these days. Growing up, I never wanted to listen to NTA news. <laughs> it was boring. But, you know, youth content now, when you talk about uh, youth content design, uh, when you're designing a, uh, uh, an online TV platform, hmm. they just don't talk fashion. Now. No, no, no. Uh, politics is, you know, our consciousness is growing in terms of getting information and so that that's that's the opportunity so this is this is the time i'm telling more and more young people yes the presidential election came and oh the young people lost out and people are trying to analyze why um some of the young people um lost out it, it is not a sprint it's a marathon so we have to keep growing and keep building our community um keep the influence and also the young People, this young generation, how are you getting involved grassroots wise? Mm. Is also one strategy that we have to look at. Okay, it's still signals on 91.3 Legal Stocks. If you have any questions or comment for DG, the numbers to call or, numbers to call is 0809 191 or 0809 222 <coughs> excuse me, 0092220913, or you could WhatsApp us on 0809. Two three four five nine one three, or you can call zero one two three six seven nine one three zero one two eight zero two nine one three or zero eight zero one two eight zero three nine one three. And we're talking the length and what the future holds. Now we we have this. Okay, hello, good morning. Hello, 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 good morning. Good morning. Yes, please. Yeah, um, my name is Demola Deomi, and um, just want to um, Demola, what are you say hello from? to. I'm calling from Lagos, Magodo. Okay. I'm listening to your program and um, just have a few comments and um, kind of questions for the for your for the guest, guest in the studio. Okay, go ahead. Yeah. Please. I heard about him talking about um, community how you know was uh, evicted in um, towards the Liberal Island area. I mean, um, Admiralty called I mean, 
You know, you were talking about the Egun community. Apparently, I, I, my mother came from Badagri, for Portuguese precise. Mm. And, um, and I heard you, the host, talking about so you buy their fish. Uh, it's interesting that that's the only thing that you could attribute to Badagri. <laughs> no. um, you know, so. And, uh, but if you, if you look back, Badagri in Nigeria is the point of entry of yeah. civilization. Sure. You had um, the first one-story building mm. in Nigeria built in Badagri. Sure. As a community in which Christianity was first preached and um, to today, we have a lot of heritage to look back. So I, I wonder how people live in a society but could not trace back certain things that shape their background mm. and yet they could say um, go back to their villages. Yeah, sure. Nobody is telling no one to uh, abuse the law or take laws in the law or live anyhow within the community. But I think what um, uh, your guest is trying to say, you must balance it. Mm. Okay? If people were forced to do certain things when government has failed in their own responsibility, you, you, you don't use another form of illegality to correct their own uh, uh, wrongdoing, if I may understand what he's trying to say. But my question to him would be, yeah, after this advocacy, you know, people might try to quickly rubbish his um, campaign, just like he said, like some people just tell him that why can't they just go back to their villages. Mm. It, it's like, um, do people themselves that he's advocating for, um, do they really get to know about this, uh, their power, as an elect, you know, as electorate in decision forming that, okay, what, are they holding government accountable? Are they, you know, are they aware of their power in good governance? That's, that's just my question for you. Mm. Thank you. Thank you so much. Okay, interesting um, mix of uh, things that he has uh, raised. Okay, let me try and remember and start from the last one. Are they aware? Yeah. So one of the things we've done with this advocacy is that we've reached out to all the governorship a good number of the governorship candidates, mm. um, the frontliners, uh, about four of them. We've reached out to them and we said, okay, come and engage with these community members. They are voters. They, yes, are, they, 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 they vote, they have cards and all of that. And um, we've managed to get one of the aspirants to go to one of the communities. And um, one of them visited Badia and mm. he met with the people. In Badia, Badia was destroyed, was set on fire. I believe there's a video online. You know, you can watch it at Evictions Lagos. It was set ablaze in December. So what we have been able to create is for the politicians to meet um, with these people and also engage them and understand the issues at hand. So there's this community engagement that we were able to create right on site. And even afterwards, one of the aspirants actually visited their office in Yaba uh, a justice empowerment initiative. So the the people are also aware of their voting power. Yes. And then they are also trying, we are creating that platform for them to engage with the voters. Now, also what we are creating, like you said, is a, this campaign is a coalition of different civil societies. And like we said to the media several weeks ago, categorically, if there's a new government that comes into Lagos and begins this tradition of first eviction, we are going to rise up and speak and also fight for the people. Hmm. So, you know, going back to talking about uh, uh, this is a case in court. They have gone to court 
and the court said no no eviction mm. so people always ascribe um informality with illegality informality is not illegality that's what people fall for pick and say okay it's an informal settlement so it is illegal mm. no you run an informal we have informal business sector True. the fact that it's an informal business sector doesn't mean that every city every society has all this um evolving and they are illegal communities but you collect taxes from, from them. them you understand you collect in badia they pay pm and uh, all kinds of fees and all kinds of levies but yet and again also bear in mind when we talk about this whole thing it's not just also about housing but also it affects the urban poor workplaces so we have lots and lots of mechanic workshops mm-hmm. um markets that have been destroyed for many, 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 and those years. are livelihood of people, and that's livelihood of livelihood of people. Talk about Sun Gross Market, and uh, talk about Jankara Market. Now these places are destroyed. Um, when you, uh, the Yaba Market, Makoko, uh, yeah, yeah, um, the one in Yaba. There's this mall. So what also we are also talking about Tejosho Market. So you see, the story comes of oh this market was burnt down by fire and government comes in and say oh we want to build a mall that they can't afford that the people can afford they can't they really can't afford that i know that a shop i was speaking to a shop owner a time ago and they were saying they were paying forty thousand naira per month mm. they can't afford these things they can't they're, afford- they're, 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 what they're selling is not even enough to even provide 40k so you want to build what are our politicians are saying that we want to build uh, another dubai in lagos in lagos that we that we are inside but every city has to be inclusive you see you cannot you are making deliberate efforts to make to build more a mega city that what who says the traditional markets are illegal or they are not beautiful Mm. or who says that an uh uh a traditional market cannot be um cannot be uh cannot be built in such a way that it is well organized and you just have minimal sheds that people can afford and it's and beautiful it has tourist attraction people will come that there. we've always spoken about the tourist elements the tourist elements of um uh, of all these um, areas that we are talking about it, it, they have tourism potentials makoko as a place is somewhere that you can build uh, and it has its own tourism value that that can that can go into it hmm here we are yeah so but all we're thinking about is the economic gains of housing and um how you can build for for the rich now before i forget what what has been the recurrent challenge in in doing this photography in doing Mm. going out yeah yeah the the recurrent challenge for maybe a photographer or as a documentary filmmaker yes okay is you know now sometimes people like somebody said your camera is almost when you pull out your camera it's, it's almost like you pulled out a, a gun, gun. <laughs> <laughs> so you know so so that's a that's a challenge so somebody sees it so the next question some people will tell you oh, take a picture of me mm-hmm. some people will tell you no 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 i no, don't want to now break it and uh, some people say ah give me money so mm. everybody is now thinking about okay hey, oh it is a it's a means of it's a means showcasing of media making money and all of that you know so there is a there is there is that challenge you know uh, for instance i use drones and look at the regulations about drone usage um in nigeria it's it's if you're going to register your drone here 
tedious national security advisor NAC, the fees uh, you have to collect this you know the innovation of we being able to use a tool to tell our stories yes there are security concerns although globally um, it, it, the security issues have been raised but you can imagine how much more tedious it is here in Nigeria in Nigeria so you being a drone so do you, uh, do you think we're, we're, you think the society is stifling our creativity? Yes, it, it is. Um, it is. It's a challenge. Is yeah. it because they are not educated enough? Yes. For instance, in the case of drones, you even meet a police officer and like, um, what's this? You know, and of course, you know, oh, that's always a good place. You just start. Okay, this is what it does. This is this. This is this. This is, what, this is who we are. You know, basically explain yourself. You know, I, I yeah, we've had bad sides of law enforcement officers. You know, but I always say negotiate your space. You know, mm. that's the way we've managed. You know, you can't really, you know, you can't really go on the official lane and say. um uh you know it's much it's kind of tedious you know so you know, who, who how much you to register a drone in nigeria you pay over five hundred thousand naira. how much did you buy the drone you know when the regulations came in and people had to go and meet the regulators and like hey did uh, the regulators know what drones are about yes definitely definitely in fact ever before the you know, we had this situation whereby everybody is now having drones um even in the laws of an nigerian aviation authorities there have always been provisions for it uh interestingly but you have to relate to now drones are smaller very tiny uh-huh, very very tiny in fact even with more and more regulations that you are making they are making it much more smaller, smaller. <laughs> and then so how do you even now regulate that very tiny stuff that uh, that that so there's a challenge so so the the society uh, we have we're having a whole lot of so the government needs to speed up with innovation as it's growing and then also make allowance for for that okay making allowance anyway it's still signals on it's 1.3 legal stocks we're talking the lens and what the future holds. but really I've been saying the lens and what the future holds, and I sent it to you yesterday and said good topic tell me what's running through your mind because I'm liking it <laughs> Oh yeah, it's it's quite broad, and mm. what what the future holds. Um, it's a good connection in terms of you as somebody who carries the lens. Um, what what impact can you make in the future of your society? Mm. In terms of story quality storytelling, I like the word quality artist, as an artist. And the lens belongs not just to only the photographer; it belongs to, to everybody, the actor. It belongs to the camera person. Recently, we did um. A spoken word about forced eviction in Lagos. Um, a young, fantastic guy did a one-minute spoken word about the impact of um, forced eviction in Lagos, and we did, and we put that up online, and a whole lot of people watched it. Um, uh, then he started talking. He related, and uh, the issue of forced eviction in Lagos as a crack in the wall. Uh, yeah, on the ground. That the more you evict, the forcefully evict these people, you are creating a crack. You're creating a crack. So what's going to happen to this crack eventually? He said it's going to swallow all of us. You think that it is you are excluded. So that that's also the the, the, the interesting thing about the middle class that we have. People feel they're not that it's not it's not around me, it's not, it's not around, around me. me. But uh, hey, the land use charge when it came in Lagos. <laughs> we all screamed. We all screamed and shouted like ah 
what is this? <laughs> you know? So it's coming after you. Um, if you think that the urban poor is being attacked and they've been pushed away, very soon you yourself, you'll not be able to pay for that flat that you're living in. The government is not building Eco-Atlantic or any of these luxury places. For you and for I. For you and I. <laughs> okay, just chill. Okay, the number is to call is 0809-191-3913 or 0809-222-0913 or 0809-234-5913. Could WhatsApp us on 0809-234-5913 or call 01 Two three six seven nine one three zero one two eight zero two nine one three or zero one two eight zero three nine one three. Hello, good morning. Hello. Hello, good morning. Good morning. Good morning. This is Shalom calling from Diaba. How are you, Shalom? It's been a while. Happy, Happy New Month. Same to you, there. Okay. Yeah. So. All I just want to say is concerning uh, what the guest in the studio. Good morning to the guest in the studio. Morning, hi. Yes, concerning the government fastening our rate of innovation. You know, it's always sad when you see some things like Nigeria is supposed to be up there in innovation. We have we have creative people. When a police officer cannot recognize a drone, he will run that fast like fast drone from. The way they are using drone night for healthcare system. So I, the government should not care only for their pockets. They should care for the masses too, like building Nigeria to make it greater again. So that's what I just want to say. Thank you. Wow, interesting. Yeah, we are here. <laughs> we are here. Wait, if you have a WhatsApp message, it's zero zero nine two three four five nine one three zero zero. Nine two three four five nine one three. Hello, good morning. Zero zero nine one nine one three nine one three or zero zero nine two triple two zero nine one three or zero zero nine two three four five nine one three. Or you could call zero one two three six seven nine one three. Zero one two eight zero two nine one three or zero one two eight zero three nine one three. Hello, good morning. Hello. Please reduce the volume of your radio set. Okay. Hello, good morning. Good morning. Um, so I can't hear you. Please do call back. Please do call back so that we can hear each other clearly. Okay, it's still signals on it's one point three, and we're talking the lens and what the future holds. So while I wait your call or you and your messages, tell me that moment while you are with the lens and you saw a heartbreaking picture, a heartbreaking scene, and what happened to you? Okay, um, yeah, I think the I had even mentioned it at uh, earlier, mm. you know. It was quite heartbreaking for me, the very final eviction of um, Otto Dogbame, mm. uh, when the people were sent on, were pushed onto water, and uh, we had women and children on that water mm. overnight. Mm. I think it, it, it was... It, were you there overnight? No, no, I, I, I wasn't. There was tear gas all over um, Admiralty Road, you know, the tear gas spilled over and all of that. The most that we could do was just 
um, kept on calling um, the people. And so the people managed and navigated their way down to Makoko. Hmm. So you don't clear slums. You don't say we have cleared this place. They no. move to another part. They move to an, another part. I, sometimes I, I go through South Milan Bridge and I worry for the people on on that water. Yeah. You know, the, the, um, one of the, um, the candidates had um, spoken because we had strategically tried to um, influence some of the questions that have been asked at the debates. Mm. And um, so we, we, we made sure that questions about the urban poor and urban development. How do we take asked, care of them? How do we take care of them? Promises have been made <sighs> and, um, <laughs> after this election. You know, one of the top contenders actually said, okay, that they know that um, the people no longer trust um, the government Before. to deliver their promises. Mm -hmm. And um, what they're going to do is they're going to engage in a slum upgrade. In fact, the, the Lagos State government in times past had actually agreed... Um, oh, okay, go ahead. Please. Okay, had actually agreed um, to the slum upgrade plan for a place like Makoko. Mm. But nothing had been done up until now. One of the candidates was saying, okay, he wants to take a small portion of it and he wants to yeah. try and upgrade it. Um, and uh, that they are aware of the fact that there are several civil societies who are against um, what has been done uh, in times past. And, they are, and we're going to take them up on this. In fact, we ran a public poll about what the governorship candidate said. Okay. <laughs> Just chill a bit. Uh, Hello, good morning. <laughs> I have that now. Go ahead. Mm -hmm. We ran a public um, poll cool. about do you think that um, this promise of um, um, people of Badia, in fact, he actually, the candidate actually said, he said the people of Badia, there's going to be, they're going to be given title for their land. And of course, it turned out that 50% of the vote said they don't believe mm. uh, in, in, in that, that uh, that is going to be done. Now, even if they give them the title of their land, yeah. I hope that they will not disturb them because it's one thing to promise. It's one thing. Yeah, to you do. see, there's the pro the challenge is that these people occupied lands for several years. Mm. So, and by law, okay, you have um, okay, have occupied here for you have some right over fifty years, a hundred years. Mm. They don't have documents. They don't have documents. No, there's nobody that has. And so a whole lot of these informal settlements don't have even the houses you see around. How many houses do you have that you have C of O? Uh, the process is very tedious. You know. So it's, it's also part of the challenge of housing in Lagos. Mm. Generally also is, you know, people getting even documents for their houses. So you see all these housings, houses that you see that people are saying they're selling at very cheap costs. You know, they have little or no. Um, uh, there are other documents that you could have, but which they don't, they don't have. So it's also the Land, the land Use Act that also needs to be looked into. So, you know, promises are being made and also, so it, it is to take up, to, to take them up on what they have promised and people should, we have to start engaging. So you have new um, legislators. There's also the law part of it. Mm. Okay, can we enact laws that says um, first eviction is totally illegal in our state, even though our country is a, it's a part of signatures to uh, oh, all kinds we can of, sign other people localizing localizing it so also we're trying to engage um the, um the the lawmakers right from this election period and asking them what is going to be your uh, position will you be able to push for a lot to end this um gross acts uh, <laughs> and, uh, and all all of that so 
it is time we start asking. These are the things you need to start asking your lawmakers. Lawmakers, yeah. do we even know them? Uh, yeah, Another election it. is coming up. <laughs> anyway, now before we wrap up, because time is not on our side any longer, um, what do you think is the future of the urban poor? Hmm, the future doesn't look so... We can only keep pushing and waking up. The more, the future lies with the, with the middle class to help push the message for these people to be included in our society. There is a strong need for the perception of the middle class to change. If, you know, when I say middle class, I, you know, some people will say, there's no middle class, we are all, yeah. uh, you know, but, you know, the people who seemingly have formal jobs, you have a regular salary, you know, we need to, they need to add their voice to this campaign. Mm. And the the you know when we showed the destruction of Badia on on f- social media, I said yes, they should destroy the place that there are prostitutes there. They're human I, beings. They are They're first human beings. They are first human beings. They, ah, the hotel next door in your house in Ikoyi is it not a not brutal? <laughs> I mean, what is what is uh, mm. what is uh, the thing about? Okay, oh, because prostitutes are in, are in Badia, mm. they need to be destroyed. Mm. And the place needs to be destroyed. It, it, that, that's, not, that's not right. Mm. We need to change and rethink. We need to change and rethink our perspective to how we see our city. That's what we are trying to do with rethinking city. Rethink the way we look at things. You see area boys, rethink. Yeah, rethink. Yes, and what you see is, oh, they should be chased away. Rethink. <laughs> rethink it. These are people that can be put to work. What do they need? They approach it. It was once done in Lagos. It was once done in Lagos that some, these boys were taken off the street and they were quick. What are we doing? Are we now using them just to try and win elections? I hope not. Well, we have an election coming up uh, next week, Saturday, and I hope that you vote the right candidate and I hope that the promises, the promises, ah, the sweet promises in this life. <laughs> the, ones <laughs> the, sweet, the ones that they're saying and saying we're going to do, vote us in. I hope that they can make do with those promises and really make sure that the life of the Nigerian, the Nigerian life is worthy, worthy enough to be able to be fully lived and then we can all do businesses among each other. Well, hello, good morning. Hello. Okay. Well, my time is up. My time is up. Thank you, Deji, for coming. Thank you so, so much. I hope you Thank had you fun. for the opportunity. Add <laughs> <laughs> fun too. Okay. Um, till we come your way again, next week, Saturday's election. So it's up our week again. <sighs> Dream again and have a wonderful week ahead of you.